Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the August 12th PRSA Southeast District Best Practice Call. This is Brad, the chair. Glad to have everybody here. We will take attendance. Uh, Andrea, if you could grab that just by looking at who's on the on the line there. See a couple of area codes I don't recognize, but we can uh, track those down. Uh, I've got a great uh, conversation ahead today on membership engagement. You know, as as the economy has been stressed during this pandemic, um, it's hitting every industry in every way. And so, uh, one keeping your members engaged is one thing, but then actually keeping them on the rolls is an entirely different story. And then there's the limited opportunity to recruit new members. And so we'll have a conversation about some opportunities, what membership is saying about their current lives, but then also what are some of the opportunities and strategies we can look at for um, trying to hold on to those folks and keep them, keep them along the way as we head into 2021. Uh, I want to talk briefly about some upcoming chapter events that I gleaned from across our channels uh, next week. Uh, a really intriguing one out of North Carolina, them, us, and why the conversation has to change. Later in the month, Garland will be doing a, a quite a lengthy workshop with the Western North Carolina chapter, uh, both the, the regular chapter as well as the PRSSA. And then uh, in September, taking a stand for ethics is coming to the Alabama chapter. So uh, again, the most of those are, all those are virtual and an opportunity for you to, to be a part of some great programming across the district. Some important dates, and I'm sure as chapter leaders, you have seen some of the emails. I know today, uh, Michael sent out the registration link for the leadership rally on Friday, September 25th. That is from noon to five Eastern time. That registration link went out today. And certainly uh, you've got time here to get yourself registered for that great event. Um, and uh, I, Mike, I will give you an opportunity if you want to put in a little plug here before your formal introduction to talk about leadership rally. No, thank you, Brad. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, we're really excited about Leadership Rally. Nope, we had him and we lost him. I'm here. I, I, oh, there you go. Okay. Um, we know that virtual, an hour virtual is not an hour of face-to-face, -face, so we really have to tailor the Leadership Rally this year to be all virtual, but we are going to have breakouts as we did last year and the year before for sections, for districts, and for chapters. We will have a keynote speaker, um, and then we're going to have the, the nuts and bolts. So when you take over in your respective roles on January 1st, 2021, you're going to be excited to hit the ground running. So we're really excited about Leadership Rally. Once the agenda is finalized, we will post it uh, to the Leadership Rally community of my PRSA. Terrific. And as well, you may have seen the announcement that ICON is going all virtual at the end of October. Uh, sad for us since it was going to be in the district this year in Nashville, but um, someday we'll get it back to the Music City and all get together. In the meantime, there is a great program scheduled for that last week of October using a new platform uh, that is supposed to create a very rich and engaging conference experience with keynotes and breakouts and vendor engagement. Um, some communication has gone out for that. The keynotes have been announced. Uh, so certainly encourage you and encourage your members to be part of ICON. And we will learn a lot more about that um, at our call next month. And then the leadership assembly, which is normally part of the ICON uh, week, has been moved to Saturday, December 5th, with details still to be ironed out depending on how things go with the pandemic. 
Um, want to take a moment here, uh, some a formal business for the district, and that is to present to you as chapter leaders the slate of candidates that have been assembled to be the 2021 Southeast District Board. Uh, Heather was not feeling well. She did not make it, so I'm going to uh, uh, present those to you this afternoon. Uh, Heather Beck out of the volunteer chapter uh, will take the reins as the chair uh, for 2021. Uh, Kim Marks Malone, comma, APR, and just earned her second comma uh, earlier this week as a new member of the College of Fellows. She has agreed to be the chair-elect and the chair uh, for 2022. Uh, Andrea out of the Nashville chapter will continue on as secretary. We're really excited to have Mikey Mooney from the Georgia chapter join us as treasurer. Uh, and this is a lesson learned. If you're a speaker on a best practice call, you get on our radar, and, and someday we might call you and ask you, to, to join the, the team. Uh, Meredith Libby out of the Nashville chapter. She's the, uh, she was the current president of the Nashville chapter. She's gonna join us in the role of communications on the board. Uh, Natasha and Reba have uh, another year on their term as at-large members. And then joining us in the at-large spots will be a Karen Potter APR out of South Carolina. She was very influential in planning uh, the Southeast District Conference when it was in Greenville a few years ago. And then Anna Marsha Wilson, APR, will be rejoining us uh, from the North Carolina chapter. And then our PRSSA ambassador is Leah Boosler. She is a student at Union University in Jackson, uh, Tennessee. She's originally from Arizona, but she's going to college in uh, Tennessee. So we look forward to having her engagement. Uh, so there is your 2021 board of uh, candidates. Uh, we will take a formal vote of chapter leadership at our next meeting uh, next month in September uh, to ratify that and uh, get these folks engaged and going um, for the new year. All right, I wanna introduce uh, Michael Malaro formally now. He is the manager for member services for National PRSA and he, he sees, what is sees and hears what is happening in the chapters with membership uh, and is about to share some information about what members are saying uh, about their current experience, both as a professional and as a PRSA member, as well as has some insight on some strategies and tactics that we can use as chapter leaders to keep folks engaged. He lives in New Jersey, works out of New York City, but uh, it tells me he has some awesome experiences in traveling through the Southeast District on his way to Disney Week. Michael. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Brad. Um, as Brad mentioned, I am the manager of member services for PRSA. I've been with PRSA since January 31st, 2017. I have about 35 years of association experience, mostly with CPAs and CFOs of construction companies. But the one thing really is, uh, regardless of what the field is, members are the lifeblood of any association. And we'll talk about that in a minute, especially now with what's going on in the world and how sometimes people feel helpless. They just throw their hands up in the air and they say, you know what, I can't take this anymore. Uh, but Brad did mention a little bit about um, our experiences going through the Southeast. And I just want to take a minute or two to talk about uh, some of the fun times we had driving down to Walt Disney World. Uh, back in uh, 1997, 1996, we bought a Dodge Caravan and we said, hey, wouldn't it be cool to drive to Walt Disney World, 997 miles. We said, yeah, okay, let's go. So four o'clock in the morning, we get in the car and we go, and we go through New Jersey, we go through Pennsylvania and Delaware and Maryland, and we're at DC in like three and a half hours. They said, oh, this is a piece of cake. 
and then here comes Virginia, two and a half hours, and then here comes North Carolina, almost three hours, and then here comes South Carolina. For a small state, North Carolina, uh, South Carolina takes a long time to go through, three hours. We hit south of the border, and we saw Pedro, and then finally we got to, uh, we stopped at Fort Wentworth, Georgia, and we said, this is enough. We'll do the next five hours tomorrow morning. Um, and then we realized there, there's not a whole lot in Fort Wentworth, so driving down, we used to go down to Pula, Georgia. And at least, and that's where you had our first cracker barrel in Pula, Georgia. And then coming home, the first year we drove, we drove to Rowland, North Carolina. And then we said, whoa, that's a lot of driving the next day. So the next year we went to Lumberton, North Carolina. Still a lot of driving. So then we made it to Wilson, North Carolina. We said, okay, we're only an hour from the Virginia border. Because that's, when you're from New Jersey and you're driving, that's how you, that's how you look at traffic, is how far are we from the next state's border. But uh, we've, we've driven probably 16 times. So it's great. So the Southeast District has a lot of uh, space in my heart. We've driven through all those states. So I thank you for your hospitality. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep doing it because my wife just loves driving down 95. So um, I thank you for letting me embellish for a minute or two. But we're going to get into why we're here. We're going to talk about uh, some of the findings that we looked at from you, our members, and from our assembly delegates. I want to give you a little background of what members told us, and then we could talk about how we can do some membership recruitment and attention, as Brad said, not only to keep the members we have, but also to reach out to new members. So back on April 29th, we had an assembly delegate webinar. And one of the questions we asked was, since COVID-19 and since the pandemic, how has your role changed in what you do and what you're doing? And about 50% said, it's changed slightly, some said significantly, a little bit completely, some said not at all. But the findings were pretty interested, interesting in how the roles have changed. And then what they told us was, and the, uh, these are the, the highlights of those, is I like the first bullet. You need to show the value of communications internally to leadership. Because what we're hearing now is, show me the value. You know, Jerry Maguire said, show me the money. What you told us was people are saying, show us the value. Why should I write my check to PRSA? What are you giving me in return? It's an opportunity to be trusted advisors. Uh, a role depends upon the situation, so we have to be nimble. It's great to have a strategic plan. It's great to have goals and objectives, but you know that every day things change. Uh, the next to last bullet, a lot of people talk about, they have to monitor misinformation. And this comes down to perception versus reality. Because somebody's perception of what's going on may not be the reality of what's going on, but it's their reality. So even though it's their perception, it's their reality. And that's what we have to focus on. And that's what we have to change. And our assembly delegates also told us that they're now valuing crisis management, which years ago was a great buzzword, but now it's very important. But what we took away from this is that people want more collaboration, and they want to hear that they're not alone, that they can reach out and somebody's hand is going to be there 
to uh, help them and uh, work with them as they move forward. So another question we asked was, what are, what are you spending your most time on? And the second bullet really hit home with us because it's now external communications. It's a whole nother audience. Whereas maybe you were spending a lot of your time on internal communications with HR, now you're sending out little snippets and you're sending out uh, information to the media to get your piece either in a paper, on a radio or whatever. But what you told us is that time is of the essence. So you really have to be quick with what you're sending them. Social media, 25%, brand messaging, crisis planning, and other, but we really were uh, surprised about the external communication. So what you told us about what you're spending most of your time on is digital media and video are being used more frequently. And a lot of people are saying that, I don't know this, I'm not, this is not what I'm about, you know, teach me. So now it's a whole nother uh, skill set that they need. And corporate responsibilities being a good corporate citizen and rewriting social media content based on the current situation. So what they told us also is that it's instant messaging now because a couple of our people said, if you don't have an instant message, the perception is, what are you hiding? So you have to, not only do you have to get your message out correctly, you have to get it out quickly or people are saying, uh-oh, what's behind the curtain? So the third question we asked was, do you think the mix will stay the same? Uh, and you see the responses there, and a lot of people were not sure, because this was back in April 29th, and nobody knew back then how long it was gonna last, what it was, what it was gonna look like, and how much it was gonna change. So what they told us about their mix of the roles was, uh, and that first bullet, I don't think anybody is going to argue with that. The mix has likely changed forever. We may never go back to what was normal. Uh, internal communi communications will be a focus, and we need to realign our priorities. And uh, we had to do this from a month ago. As you said, this was April 29th, and we'll need to do this moving forward. But basically, what they told us was the situation dictates the resources both financial resources and human resources. So then we asked them um, what, was, what skills will be the most important in a post-COVID world. And again, this is from April 29th. And the second one, to no surprise, was a video that was number one choice saying, that's gonna be big. Writing and brand journalism, second. Audio, and graphic design came up zero, which was a little surprising for us, but not when 40% of our responses said brand journalism and 46% said video media relations a little bit, and measurement was um, a little bit. So um, again, this meant uploading snippets to, uh, to different medias. So we said, okay, what are some of the important skills that you need moving forward? And this is what they told us. Uh, virtual meetings, you know, everybody is getting zoomed out. Uh, being flexible, keeping focus on the big picture. We talked about that, that these plans are nice, 
but plans change hourly, uh, minute by minute, depending on uh, what your role is. Remaining strategic, and I, I like the fourth bullet, personalized communications, because when we look at three slides from now, we're gonna see that those personal communications are important, not only when you send a message out to your audience, but also when you're sending a message out to your members and to your prospective members. The more that you can personalize it, the more valuable it'll be. And we'll talk about that when we get to uh, the slide uh, three down the road. And clear writing that resonates. So lessons learned, again, focus on measurement tools, collaborate with HR, listening is key to crafting a strong message because as we said, somebody's perception is their reality. And can we change that? And how do we change that when we do our message, when we go out to recruit members, and also when we retain the members we have. And, a lot, and some people said, you know what, it's important now for you as communications professionals to be in that room when the board of directors are making the decisions. And they said, you know, you can be nimble, but we can still clearly communicate. So that was a little background on what our members told us. And I thought it was important to touch on that as we move forward now in looking at some innovative chapter membership recruitment and retention initiatives. And the important thing that I always like to talk about is that membership recruitment and retention are really two separate things. There's membership recruitment where we're going after prospects and potential members, but it's also important to keep and retain the members that we have. And it's interesting because we'll all have conversations with chapter leaders and they'll say, hey, you know, we did a great job. We brought in 15 new members last year. And I'll go through their files and I say, yeah, you brought in 15, but you lost 18. So really for the year, you were minus three. And it kind of, so it, it kind of like put the light bulb up there saying, yeah, you know what? Bringing in the new members is great, but you also have to retain the members you have. So what some of our chapters are doing or what some associations are doing is they're having appreciation reception for volunteers. Now, obviously, these are all virtual, but volunteers now are working longer, harder, doing more things. You know, you talk about changing hats. Uh, you're doing everything, and it's like, you know, everything from if the phone rings, you pick it up, to writing the press releases, to, um, to doing basically everything and anything that's asked of you. So doing virtual appreciation reception for volunteers says to them, thank you. And some associations do it quarterly. Some will do it twice a year. But any, anything that you can do to um, show appreciation to your volunteers really goes a long way saying thank you to them. But it's also key so when they come to renew, to say, you know what, they really appreciate what I'm doing. So little things like that. Touch points are important. Touch points in and of themselves may not be important, but if you do a couple of touch points and put them together, when somebody gets that renewal invoice, they're gonna say, you know what? I'm more than just a number to this chapter. They know who I am or to PRSA. And you know, I remember they, they reached out to me on this and they reached out to me on that and they were there when I need them. That means a lot when they sign their check or if they give their check to the accounts payable group to sign it. 
what some chapters are doing now is they're offering a free chapter for a year for renewing members. Because what we hear a lot, we hear a lot saying, you always have promos for new members, you have, new, you have promos for reinstating members, but you don't really do a lot for renewing members. Um, and these are the people who've been members for a long time, and it is on our strategic plan, you know, what can we do for our core value members who renew year after year? But what some chapters are doing is for renewing members, they will offer, they will comp their dues for a year. Now, the, the caveat is if a chapter does this, we tell them that we cannot reimburse you for this because this was not in our budget. And a chapter says, that's okay. This is more of an outreach for our members again, to say, we're here when you need us. Uh, what a lot of chapters are doing now is they're sharing their chapter programming on MyPRSA. Uh, so other chapters can also join. And uh, what chapters are doing is it's free for their members and there's a nominal fee for non-chapter members. So what this does is this is a tangible benefit. If you're a chapter member, and you're talking about crisis management and it's free for you and you're seeing other chapters and non-members are paying a fee, that is a tangible benefit that a member can see. Something else that chapters are doing, and we, we did this, I believe, two years ago, is member get a member campaign. You probably heard about this and some, some of you may be doing this. And basically what it is, is it's sort of a competition or a contest. The more, the more members that you or that a member brings in, the more of a prize that the new member gets. Now there is, there is some uh, negativity with this because in order for the member to get credit for this, the person that he or she brings in or refers has to put that person's name on the application. And one of the reasons why we stopped this about two years ago was uh, a member would call up and say, hey, I brought in six new members. Uh, I didn't get my prize for whatever the six to 10 prize was. And we'd go back and we'd say, well, you know, these, ne these, na these members didn't put your name on the referred to piece on the, uh, on the membership. So there is some back-end work that has to be done with this. But it's, it's a good way to get members involved uh, because, and we'll talk about how current members are your best ambassadors for chapter membership. This bullet right here, if you take nothing away from this conversation, this is the most important bullet when it comes to membership recruitment and retention. It's benefits versus features. It's all about the value. And we're still learning the difference between benefits and features. And I'll give you an example of the difference between the two. We always said, oh, you know, one of the, one of the benefits of PRSA membership is attending ICON. Attending ICON is a feature of membership. The benefit you get is the networking and the education that you take back with you from the conference. We also say that uh, networking is a, is a great benefit, and it is. 
So we're, we're learning the difference between a benefit and a feature because some of our promotional materials talked really well about the features, but it didn't talk about the benefits of membership. So we're learning that, and that's, well, that's an important key, and that this is, as I said, the most important bullet, benefits versus features. You know, somebody said that uh, features are good to talk about, but benefits are what makes somebody sign that check and either join or renew. Something else that I always like to do, and we're going to be starting to do this nationally, is celebrate member milestones. Years at your current position, years as a member. Um, if you got promoted, and this is great for you as a chapter to do this. Um, take your chapter list from the dashboard, look at anybody who's changed positions and reach out to them and say, hey, Brad, congratulations on your promotion to vice president of communications. And again, as we talked about those touch points, in and of itself may not mean a lot, but when Brad goes to renew, he's going to say, wow, my chapter knows me more than just another. They know that I got promoted. So we're going to start doing this nationally as part of our strategic plan where we're going to start reaching out to member milestones, 5, 10, 15, 20-year increments. But again, making it more personal. The more personal we can make communication, and that dovetails right into the third bullet, providing targeted resources to specific membership segments. Because we realize that where somebody is, in their career is important to what type of items and what type of initiatives and what kind of support they want. Newer members are building their career. So what we notice nationally is younger members, members who are one to five years, we found out that the chapter memberships are very important to this group because this is where they build their networking, this is where they build their friendships, and this is where they build out their contacts to reach out. When we look at our core members and our established members, when you start moving up your career ladder, maybe, you, maybe your position now requires you to move around a lot. So maybe you're going to be transferred to this office. And in three years, you're going to be transferred to another office. So the chapter experience for the core members and for the established members isn't as important. What's important to these members is section membership. Because now this is what they do for a living. So we realize now, and we're, going to, we're, we're looking at targeted membership to maybe members who've been six plus years, 10 plus years, and reach out to them and say, hey, you know, we know that you're in this industry. We notice you're not part of a section. Check it out and see what it's about. So the younger members, we know, want the connection at the chapter level. And as people go up the level, the ladder, they want more information and they want the sections and they want people like them who do what they do for a living. The fourth bullet is also a key and this is something that we're starting nationally. Make onboarding a priority. We realize that 
when somebody joins PRSA, we lose about 50% of our new members in the first year, which means that we're probably not doing as good a job as we can explaining to them and promoting to them the value and the benefits of PRSA membership. Our membership, and we'll talk about this in a little while, our membership is about 75% nationally. So when somebody's a member for three or more years, they're probably going to remain a member. But onboarding is key. We have a 10-touch program for our first-year members. And if anybody wants a copy of this, please email me, and I'll send it to you. But our goal is from when somebody joins that first day to when they renew on that 365th day, our goal is to touch them 10 times. Because we realized when I first joined PRSA three years ago, we didn't have an onboarding program. The first, when you joined PRSA, you got a, a welcome email. The next correspondence you got from us was 90 days before your renewal, you got your first renewal notice. So it's like, okay, for nine months, you didn't know who I was. Now you're reaching out to me because you want my money. Um, and we, we've noticed now that over the past two or three years, our first year retention rate has gone up. It was as low as about 35%. Now it's about 46 to 50%. So we are doing a good job. We're making inroads, but we still have a long way to go. So onboarding is a priority. You have to, in that first year, that's when people are going to decide, yes, this is, is the association for me. Well, you know what? I gave them a year. I kicked the tires. I took it for a test drive. Not for me. Okay, so... Um the, this, the next bullet also make sure members know they're not alone. We talked about this earlier. Um, it's, this is something we've never gone through. And a lot of times people throw their hands up in the air and say, you know, I had enough. I can't handle this. So now it's time to say, you know what? We hear you. You're not alone. We're here to help you. Let us take this uh, trip together. Now, that might sound a little corny, but that's what members really need to know and they want to hear is that they're not in this alone and that we are here to help them. I like these last two bullets. Use your core members as ambassadors. A lot of times, and we, we're doing this now nationally with a lot of our retired members because they have a lot of institutional knowledge, but they're also, they also have the passion about the association. And that's something you can't teach and that's something you can't put on an application. So use your core members, use your past chapter presidents, use your past um, people who maybe are former members and bring them back and say, please, we, we have a role for you. We want you to reach out to potential members and have them join and ask, let them know why you join. Have them pick your brain as to why chapter membership is important to them. Because everybody has... You know, people, oh, a potential member is a skeptic, and they're always going to say, don't explain to me what I can do for the association. Explain to me what the association can do for me. And that's a lot of where the ambassador, your core members can come from, 
because they, they have the, the history and they say, you know, when I was your age, this is what I got out of the chapter or this is what I got out of PRSA. And yeah, we can do that from national, but then it's just the gospel according to Mike Malaro. But when it's peer to peer, when it's a peer, per, when it's peer and you got a core member uh, taking a, a, young, a younger person saying, when I was your age, this is what I got out of PRSA. That means a lot more. And that's more than really even any pamphlet or any uh, booklet can explain. The last item that we're going to discuss is the, uh, the peer mentoring program. Um, if you're going to do this, our, my recommendation is not to do it with more than 10 or 15 people. But again, get these ambassadors, hook them up with a, uh, a, peer, a younger member. Uh, but make sure you have a question and a, um, a questionnaire that people can fill out. So when somebody says, I'm looking for this in my career, you can match them up with an ambassador who has that background. So it's not just willy-nilly. But again, if anybody wants information about the peer mentoring program, please email me and we'll send you some of the information that we have or information that we have in our files. So why are we talking about engaged members? PRSA has data that shows that an engaged member, somebody who is a member of a chapter and or a section or a group membership has a 10 to 12% higher retention rate than somebody who's just a national member alone. Engaged members are your chapter's best cheerleaders. These are the people who create referrals for you. Uh, they can go out there and they can explain to people as we talk about the ambassadors why you should join PRSA, why you should join your local chapter. And something that we found on the, uh, the website is that an engaged member will spend 22 to 25 percent more than non-engaged members during their lifetime as a member. Well, I know I, I covered a lot of information and I know being from New Jersey sometimes I talk fast uh, but I'm more than happy to take any questions that you have about anything that we discussed about the, um, the, the calls with our delegates or anything that we talked about about innovative chapter recruitment and retention initiatives. Um, if you have uh, any, any information that you want from us, again, please, there's my email, michael.malaro at prsa.org. We'll send you anything that we have. Um, you know, we tell people, don't, re don't reinvent the wheel. Uh, we may have the information you need. If we don't have it, we make sure that we'll get it for you. So I, I did a lot of talking. I hope that you found it valuable. I'll, I'll open it now, Brad, up for questions that anybody might have or, or discussion about anything that we talked about. Questions, anybody? Comments, ideas? Was I off base? Was I right on? Was I in the ballpark? Hopefully um, people were able to glean some good information from this. Elizabeth? Yeah, thank you. Um, great presentation, Michael. I was really interested in the, the onboarding program for new chapter members. Um, that's something that we haven't really thought of before, and it's exactly, um, it's exactly what we do in the fact that, great, we have a new member. We just kind of feed them into the larger organizations, send them uh, emails and correspondence that we do with all of the other members. So we, 
we kind of skip that entire networking introduction. Um, you know, here are your benefits. So any any more information or um, examples that you can provide on like a successful onboarding program would be great. Thank you, Elizabeth. And uh, yeah, we can send you we can send you the ten points and. We, we know that our onboarding is working because as soon as you join, you get an automated email from PRSA saying thank you from thank you for joining, and that's like okay. But the next day, you get an email saying hey, thank you for joining. Please set up your profile on my PRSA, and then it says join the conversation, introduce yourself on my PRSA. And we're noticing that one or two a day somebody will say hey i'm a new member i'm introducing myself so we know that the onboarding is working because people are going on to the um they're going on to the my prsa open forum introducing themselves and they're very pleased with the number of responses that we're getting uh, that they're getting from their um from their post so um yeah it's, it's more than just uh we want your money and uh it's important to let people know that they are valuable and that, that they're more than just ID number 172-1141. So we can easily send you um, the 10 points and you can tailor it for your, for your specific chapter. Perfect. Mike, I think there's also um, opportunity there uh, to make sure you're watching those communities uh, so that if you see a member of your chapter pop in to acknowledge them, because I know um, in some of those communities, uh, it can be a, a, a little lonely place for a little while. Um, and you want to recognize that they're there, they want to be engaged, and that they crave that engagement. So, so making a, a deliberate attempt to, to monitor that and say, hey, welcome aboard, we're glad you're here, and create a conversation, I think, is something, uh, a, a key piece of that. Oh, without a doubt. When, you know, people, um, we're, we're always... People always send us emails either through the help desk or um, on the on the community about um, how quickly people respond to their posts and how many responses they get to their posts. So that makes us feel really good that our members are out there and they're really um, they're really reaching out to the people. So you, you're right on, Brad. Uh, if you see a chapter member post something, uh, let them know that you know they're out there, and if you can add to it, uh, please add to the conversation. Uh, I'm going to see if anybody else has any questions uh, for Mike or ideas to share. M Mike, about the, the milestone recognition, um, is there an opportunity to somehow leverage the chapters? Because again, thinking about personalization and, and localization, um, getting a note from a national mocks or Mike Malaro congratulating me on something it might be worth X, but if my local chapter president, local chapter membership person, um, my local chapter period uh, did that, that would seem to have a little more resonance and connection to me rather than, than something coming from, from New York. Oh, you're, you're right on, Brad. And the one thing that I forgot to mention is our, our research shows that 90% of our members, and we have roughly 21,000 500 members. 90% of our members say that their touch of PRSA is at the chapter level. So to your point, Brad, probably 21,000 of those 21,500 members don't know who I am. But they may know who Brad Beloit is, 
Yeah. And they may know who Elizabeth Whittington is. And when they get an email, you're right. You know, getting an email from Brad or Elizabeth or any of the chapter presidents means a lot more than getting an email from me, which is nice, but most no, a lot of people don't know who I am. And that's okay. If they get their touch at the chapter level and you as a chapter leader reach out to your chapter people and say, hey, Brad, congratulations on being a member of our chapter for 15 years or congratulations on that promotion. Uh, and we can easily send you a list. You know, we have all this information in IMIS. You know, it may take us a, a day or two to get it to you, um, but you know, we can run through your list and we can, we can give you a list of how many, of how many years each of your uh, members have been members of your chapter. We can do that. Um, it just, like I said, may take us a little longer, a little while to do that. Yeah. But, you know, and then you can call it. You can say, okay, these are our members who are, who are members for five years. We send them an email. Congratulations on being an, uh, a member of our chapter for five years. And then you do it for 10 years. But, yeah, Brad, you're right on. Anytime you can make it as grassrootsy, I'm just making that word up, as grassrootsy as possible um, to show them that uh, they are important at that chapter level, that's a lot more important and a lot more kudos than getting something from the manager of member services from PRSA who they may not know. And if they walk past me at ICON, they wouldn't know who I am. So yeah. you're right on with that. Yeah. Other questions or comments? If you can explain the mechanics of uh, if we waive the chapter membership fee for renewing members, is that something you do nationally when they um, renew or is that a local? No, we can do that. We do that nationally. Okay. Um, de depending on the size of the chapter, was that Meredith? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, depending on the size of the chapter, Meredith, sometimes we do an internal promotion code and we would send that to the chapter and we would say, give this promo code to any of your renewing members when they go in to renew their uh, membership, they put the promo code in and it will automatically zero out their chapter membership. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. We, we love doing that. And, you know, we, we love working with chapters to do specific, chapter-specific promotions. Um, so we, if you have an idea um, of anything that you want to do, waiving fees, just we have to we we have to check through our logistics and our and our budget to see if we can reimburse you for something or not. Like the chapters that do the free chap the, the free chapter for renewing members, we cannot reimburse them for that. But they're okay with that because you know in this in this age it's like they're giving back to their members. But if you have a specific chapter promotion that you want to work with with us, please let me know, and we love doing that. All right, I'm going to consider that a day. Thank you so much, Michael, for sharing that. That was very insightful. I'm glad you could be here and share some ideas, um, and we'll certainly get these disseminated. And, and Michael, I will send you an email, and we'll, we'll get that onboarding uh, information out. I, I send a uh, post uh, best practice call email to all the chapter leaders to provide them the slides as well as a replay, and I'd love to include that onboarding material with them so they've got that as a reference point. Um, that they can use yeah. as they think about um, what they're going to do. Michael, thank you so much. Uh, every best practice call, you can find the slides, replay, audio, and video at prsa.southeast.org. We will see you again 
next month for an icon preview, as well as a deep dive on the diversity inclusion strategic plan and the toolkit um, from the folks at National. Thank you everyone for being here and continue to stay safe. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Thank you.